0: And with me today, as always, it's is a stereo so, Oh my god, I'm so excited today. Have you seen the epic white trash 90 day fiance teen mom crossover going on on the internet that I never knew that I needed?
1: I have no idea what you're talking about. And also, I'm not sure I want to know what you're talking about. It's
0: too go okay, okay,
1: fine. What is it? What's happening? Okay,
0: do you know what teen mom is?
1: I mean, I can guess. It's an
0: MTV show about accident babies. Okay. The fight is going on between legendary teen mom character, Janelle Evans, who is just a fucking train wreck of a human being. She is like, Janelle Evans is the queen of white trash. Like, you think you're on... Well, how many layers of white trash are you on? You are like little baby. Watch this. I'll tell you her entire history. And then Devin Kleeg. Devin is easier to understand. You probably know who she is. She's the one that went to Korea and got knocked up by that guy who she can't speak to without a translator app.
1: That's where I learned the word "Korea boo" from. Because you told me that there's this girl <laughs> named Devin Kleeg. She's obsessed with having sex with Korean men. She found a guy on the internet who she could barely speak, Look, like she could barely communicate with. They had sex immediately, had a baby immediately, and then she spent a season of 90 Day Fiance browbeating him uh, for not being a good enough dad. Every, Did I get all that right? Oh,
0: yeah, no, every episode she's like, you ruined my life. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the meanest thing she's ever said on that show is that she had to buy him extra small condoms.
1: Yeah, I don't know why she had to keep telling us that.
0: But uh she gets knocked up by this gentleman in South Korea that is like, peace out, and goes back to America, gets knocked up again by another uh Korean guy. Really? Yeah.
1: I did okay, I did not know that does now does this does her second Korean baby daddy speak english
0: uh i think he does okay i think he's uh been living in america for a while okay but i'm not sure i don't know i mean maybe she's just communicating with him through google translate again
1: like they do on the tv show uh, all the time
0: apparently that's enough to seduce devin and knock her
1: up yeah devin is always like pulling out her cell phone and then saying like I am very disappointed in you. And then Google will say that in Korean. <laughs> and, and this guy will get sad. And
0: start crying. One one time, Devin put her little fucking demon child. Or no, her demon child, she asked, named Jihoon. Because she has another kid named Drusilla or something, who everybody on the internet calls Dracula. Mm-hmm. So uh, is like three years old, and she's a fucking terror. So Jihoon, which is her first Korean uh, baby-making fact, sperm bank, is... Her fucking demon child. And the demon child is like screaming, put me down, put me down. So he does. And she runs immediately into the road and everybody blames June for
1: that. You got to blame the kid for that. That kid's clearly, that kid, much like a serious has some kind of death wish for running into the middle of the road. I want to jump back a second. Listeners. Do not name your kid Trusilla. Just don't Right? Can we all agree? Like, do I even need to go into why you should name your kid, like, Herman Munster or Wednesday Adams like do I need to go into why you shouldn't name your kids something off the racket hot topic
0: wait wait I think there's only one Korean baby and I think that this is just an international custody battle going on between the South Korean guy and uh Devin and her new Korean boyfriend I'm not sure how many Korean babies there are uh there's bound to be more in the future so I'm sure this recording will be accurate later but Janelle see that's like, you think that's white trash? You don't even, we're at the fucking Ritz-Carlton right now compared to Janelle. Janelle started her uh, television career on a show called 16 and Pregnant. Janelle gets accident knocked up. Uh, she has the baby, but her and the baby's dad break up over the course of the season because, uh, she gets arrested. I forget what for, I think, drugs. Okay. Like, don't quote me on that. I don't remember. That was like a decade ago. So then she moves on, uh, that love story. You gotta keep going. Like, the 90 day, the single life. Like, you, you, one, one door closes, another one opens. So then she moves on to the next love of her life, a homeless guy that she meets at a party. And their relationship is detailed on Teen Mom 2, which is a series that has spanned more fucking spinoffs than 90 Day Fiance. No, probably about the same amount, actually.
1: Name all the Teen Mom spinoffs, go.
0: Teen Mom, Teen Mom 2, Teen Mom 3, Teen Mom 4, uh, Teen Mom Young Moms. (laughs) Wait, how much younger? No. (laughs) You you mean pre-teen moms? I'm a teenager and I'm pregnant as Fuck. So uh, she gets married to the go guy, and then they live happily ever after with great careers. No, of course that doesn't happen. Uh, she gets arrested again, and the uh, dude she was dating, they both get arrested for breaking and entering, and also drugs. <laughs> no, but she can't find anybody to bail him out of jail, so he goes to jail. Fun fact, she breaks up with him then. Fun fact, that dude would then later get arrested for running a Breaking Bad-style meth lab. <laughs> In his house.
1: So far, everything you've told me is bad. Nothing is worse than naming your kid Drusilla. You can't. <laughs> you can't name your kid Trusilla. You just can't. You, you can't name your kid Jack Skellington either. There are rules.
0: I know. You think. You think. We would think. So then she moves on to guy number three. who I th- and He's a Marine guy. He was in the Marines. That's his whole storyline. Uh, they date for a while. Then they both get arrested for... <laughs> physical altercation that occurred at Janelle's house in North Carolina oh yeah Janelle's been in and out of like rehab so many times they installed the a fucking rotating door on the center
1: this is all very sad
0: so the next boyfriend she gets with this is a uh, marine guy number two I believe uh they get married they're happily married Oh wait, no, they' yeah, they're married, and it's good for a while. Then they both get arrested <laughs> and drugs again. Okay, so
1: now again, this teen mom, her name is Janelle. Yeah. How many times has she been arrested so far in your story?
0: Uh, I think four or five. <laughs>
1: okay. All right.
0: How many kids does she have? She has one now, but we're getting to the second and third ones. Oh, also, by the way, she does not have custody of her kid because... Um, during-
1: she's a criminal?
0: Because she's a criminal? Because Could that be why? <laughs> during this tumultuous relationship with the homeless guy, like her, she signed over temporary custody of the kid to her mom, and then the court was like, ah! I think we're gonna give her permanent custody action, action. The mom, yeah. Fun fact at one point, uh, Janelle claimed that CPS <laughs> illegally took her children from her, and you know who, she, so she started tweeting at Donald Trump, <laughs> trying to get him <laughs> to get her kids back. Like, Donald Trump, save us. He did not help her, he didn't, not even one tweet, not even a single tweet.
1: Okay, a little bit of a sidebar here. I am shocked that Donald Trump did not pardon the Tiger King. I mean, come on. I know. He's right there.
0: You need to pardon the Tiger King, and you need to pardon Janelle. Yes,
1: exactly. (laughs) Cut these people some slack. They're so entertaining. Just
0: pick any one of her arrests. So then she meets Tinder guy number one. So Tinder guy number one, she ends up getting knocked up with, and uh, he gets arrested for domestic violence. She has the kid... I think she still has custody of this kid. This is kid number two. But this guy, like, this is a heated custody battle that is still going on to this day because he claims that she is abusing the kids. But that is that is like, this started in 2015. <laughs> it's still going. Uh, then we have her current husband, who's a real character, Tinder guy number two. Um, Tinder guy number two is what finally got Janelle axed from MTV. <laughs> so, Wait.
1: She got fired from Teen Mom? Yes. What the fuck do you have to do to be fired? I mean, because up until this point multiple drug arrests and she's still on TV. So what did Janelle do to get kicked off of MTV? See, this
0: is the most interesting part because it's actually not Janelle that got herself kicked off of MTV. It's her shitty husband.
1: Okay, now this is shitty husband number two, number three. This is
0: Tinder guy number two who Mm -hmm. is her current married partner. She's married to this dude. She had another kid so that means she has custody out of two or three of her kids. That's pretty good. That's That's not bad. That's like 67%. Yeah. (laughs) What happens is this dude kills Janelle's dog.
1: What do you mean this guy killed Janelle's dog?
0: I mean, allegedly... (laughs) According to Janelle uh, Janelle had a bulldog Named Nugget And the dog was playing With their toddler And the toddler like Bit the, Or the bulldog Bit the toddler So <laughs> Tinder guy number two Shot it He's also accused Of killing a goat But this was the thing That MTV was like Okay Enough Enough No you're done You're both done Get out of here And then She filed for divorce There's a, there's a divorce proceeding and in the documents she said that the reason why they're getting a divorce is she cannot continue quote to be associated with him and maintain her television career
1: <laughs> that's a pretty good re- cause for divorce okay
0: <laughs> so i want to get
1: this straight so he wasn't kicked off of uh television for domestic violence no. he wasn't kicked off of television for some kind of crazy meth lab, uh, she wasn't kicked off television for her numerous drug arrests uh, and obviously exposing her children to a drug-filled environment.
0: Also breaking an N-ring. Uh, wait, they did a and E? <laughs> yeah, when she was dating the homeless guy that had the meth thing, uh, that was one of their charges. They got arrested for drugs and also breaking an N-ring.
1: Okay. Now, unfortunately, drug dealing and breaking and entering are all very cool crimes.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, where does uh, Janelle fall on the scale of cool crimes? Those
1: are all very, very cool crimes. Dealing weed, cool. Dealing coke, cool. There's no kind of drug you could deal that's not cool. Breaking and entering, well, of course you got to break and enter.
0: All the cool stuff is locked up. The drugs are inside. How are we going to get them?
1: Exactly, but... There's nothing cool about killing a dog, unless it's Cujo. If you kill, like, a, some sort of killer demon dog, no, nah, you know what? I'm glad Ghostbusters didn't kill those hellhounds. If those Ghostbusters had killed those hellhounds, I would have been like, ouch, I don't know that I'm on the side of the Ghostbusters anymore. I thought about it. There's no good way to kill a dog. That's the Asterios Cocodos guarantee. <laughs>
0: so, this is even, uh, not even the story, by the way. This is the background of the story. So, we got Devin and we got Janelle, and some crazy, intelligent bastard decides to get these two lunatics together for a podcast. And the name of the podcast is Girl Shit. <laughs> Which I can't stop laughing at because it makes me think of that guy that messaged me on Instagram one day and was like, hey, can you crap in a pair of panties and mail it to me? How much did he offer again? $1,000.
1: That's tempting.
0: It, it is, it is.
1: That's, look, that's not money you say no to right away. You gotta think about, you gotta think about like, hmm, am I thinking about moving? Like, doesn't just does my car need a little bit of work? Okay.
0: $1,000 to crap your pants? Yeah, I'll do that for free. <laughs> <laughs> I so they get together. Uh, you want to guess how many episodes girl shit last?
1: <laughs> I'm going to guess two.
0: Exactly right. Yes!
1: Because the pilot, like, you're all amped up. Like, you're really excited. Like, you can't wait to do the thing. Then the second week, like, you realize it's a job. And then you're kind of resenting everything and, like, you don't want to work. You're a teen mom. Like, it's your job to simply exist. Existing in front of the camera is your job if you're a teen mom or a (laughs) 90-day fiancee
0: Or if you're Janelle, your job is to sit, uh, not watch your kids, and please don't adopt any more animals. Yes. So, uh... Devin, after two episodes... Oh, by the way, I can't find this podcast anywhere on the internet. I have looked. So either they have terrible SEO or girl shit ended before uh, episode one was even released.
1: Jesus Christ.
0: So Devin fires... I don't know who exactly fired who... I know someone, either management or Devin Fire Janelle. And they're like, we didn't know what a histrionic asshole she was. I was like, really? You could read the Wikipedia page about her. Did they hire her knowing she was married to a dog killer? Or,
1: like, did the dog killing happen between episodes one and two? Did he
0: kill the dog in, like, 2019? Oh, my God. Okay, so you know. You know you're in bed with, like,
1: with the, the wife of a dog killer. And
0: also maybe a goat killer.
1: How the hell do you kill a goat in America?
0: Like, you got to go out of your
1: way to find a goat, let alone kill it. The one time you and I have been around goats, it was a great day. Mom brought us to see the goat. My my 68-year-old mother brought her 39-year-old son to go visit the goat to It was there. Oh
0: yeah, I had an urge to feed the goat, pet the goat, not shoot the goat.
1: Yeah, no no no, it was a ama- it was amazing how much fun we had without murdering a goat. Wait a minute though. <laughs> you know there's a difference between killing a goat and sacrificing a goat. Now look, I'm an open-minded person. If you believe in Ball or Diablo or any of the Blizzard villains, like, and you gotta slit that goat's throat so you can open up a portal to hell, I'm not saying I'm not saying I approve, but at least I understand. Killing a goat out of boredom is much worse. Yeah,
0: well, maybe uh, the guy posing with the Confederate flags uh, sacrificed the goat to God, (laughs) to Kyle, the god of monster energy drinks and holes in the drywall.
1: (laughs) Now, see, again, Dad, I understand. That's their religion. I can't judge.
0: So, um... Janelle gets fired. She's not happy about this. Uh, From here, I'm not really sure what happens because there's a ton of fighting or shit flinging going on from either sides. But Janelle allegedly says that Devin stole her Xanax and started doing Xanax. And that's why she got fired because Janelle was like, don't steal my fucking Xanax. And then Devin gets on Instagram Live and is like, she looks fucking fucked up on what i don't know but she's like she keeps saying over and over that's unacceptable that's unacceptable that you would accuse me of doing xanax because my aunt died of suicide after taking xanax and then she stops in the middle of the video to be like guys stop commenting on my lips she has these huge lip injections. She's like, I get it. I think they're good looking. And she's like, unacceptable. It's totally unacceptable. You got fired, Janelle. It's fine. So now uh, Devin is threatening to sue Janelle. And Janelle's going to sue her. And Devin is suing Janelle. She claims she's going to sue Janelle for uh, cyber harassment and uh, libel. Which one's the one that's slander? I don't know. Defamation of character. I don't
1: know. I don't know.
0: So that's where we are on the girl shit escapades. I can't wait for more girl shit. I hope they release those episodes. (laughs) They
1: they haven't released these episodes.
0: Oh no, dude! I can't find them. I mean, if they did, they have fucking terrible rage because I I have looked all over the internet. I can't find them. You know,
1: I've been podcast. I've done a podcast or two in my life. I've been podcasting a little bit. Podcast here, podcast there. I've never had to podcast while holding a full bottle of Xanax and, like, kind of waving it in front of my like my drug-addicted teen mom or 90-day fiancé Korean-loving mom's face. Like, it's possible to podcast without holding your Xanax. Also, how the hell are you going to steal someone's Xanax? That's the other thing. Because the thing is, if you're, if you're addicted to Xanax, you are holding your bottle of Xanax tighter than you are holding the fifth baby you've had. Like, (laughs) I don't know that Devin stole this other lady's Xanax. That sounds kind of made up to me. What's your take on the Xanax theft?
0: Devin claims that uh, she would never, ever take Xanax because her aunt did take Xanax and then she sued. So obviously that means that the Xanax led her to suicide. As she explains in her Instagram live story. Um, no, I don't think uh, Devin stole the Xanax. I would bet that Janelle was just so fucking high. She forgot that she, like, sold a couple or gave them to her <laughs> dumbass husband, or I guess now uh, separated husband. But uh, Janelle's a nut bar. Uh, I think that Devin is not going to succeed. She was very confident on that Instagram live story that she could win a lawsuit. Dude, she's like, I will go to court for cyberbullying and I will win. <laughs> it's like, I don't know if you will, Devin.
1: Okay, all right. Jumping back again.
0: Divorcing a
1: guy because he makes you look bad is maybe the best reason to divorce I've ever heard of in my entire
0: life. Oh, I love it. I love the fact that uh, she could put anything down for why she wanted to get a divorce and instead of he killed my dog with a gun.
1: <laughs> Wait, that's not the problem.
0: <laughs> no, no, fuck that. Who cares? We could get another French bulldog. No, it's making me look bad on TV. The
1: problem is the dog killing got out. If this was one of those hush, hush, secret dog killings, <laughs> we'd have no problem. All right. Who do you think is going to win this lawsuit and why?
0: Um, I think that Janelle probably doesn't have enough money <laughs> to represent. To, oh my God. I my, mean, do either of these people have the money to do this? It costs a lot of money to sue
1: somebody. I think
0: they both have OnlyFans coming in, though. Oh, really? I think. I, I know Devin has one. I don't know if Janelle has one, but I would be fucking shocked if she doesn't.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. Excellent. Well, I mean, unfortunately. It, it's it's 2021. We have to take a side. Like the loudest podcast has to be on either Team Devin or Team what was the other one's name? Janelle. Team Janelle. All right. Let's let's think about this.
0: I am definitely Team Janelle. I believe that Janelle probably did either I do believe that Janelle probably called Devin a lot of names on Twitter.com. I believe Janelle did accuse her of taking the Xanax because she got too high and spilled it or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know if Devin is going to succeed at a a defamation of character charge.
1: Okay. You know what? This is very interesting because I'm on Team Devin here.
0: Really? Because, all right,
1: here's the thing. What has Janelle given the human race? Nothing. What has Devin given the human race? She's into having sex with asian guys and as a chinese american man myself asian american men are so rarely fetishized asian american women happens all the time asian american men we could use the boost like devin is crazy for our as she calls it small dicks (laughs) if it happens on tv there's a chance it takes off yeah. that's that's why every president. that's why everyone's like getting the covid vaccine on live tv devin's relentless pursuit of asian dick
0: <coughs> relentless has, has done nothing but help uh, help asian guys like me
1: so i'm on team devin here i'm sorry she's
0: flown tens of thousands of miles just to search high and low the seas and the beaches and the forests and the cities for asian dick but um I'm team Janelle because Janelle, Janelle is, you say that there's no Asian fetishization. You need to pretend to be Korean instead of Chinese because I have seen a number of Koreaboos in my days on the internet.
1: Okay. All right.
0: Pretend you're the dad of one of the BTS. I'll do that. I'll pretend I'm anyone's dad to have sex. Random meaningless
1: sex. Okay. Are these, so these people are, quote again, Korea booze because of these Korean, these K pop bands?
0: Yeah, pretty much. Is there C pop? Are there any Chinese pop bands? Uh, I don't think so. There's J pop. I've never heard of a C pop band. I don't think that's legal.
1: (laughs) We gotta get C pop happening. Because look, for some reason, The Chinese have a bad rap these days. I don't know what it could be. But people are not super into the People's Republic of China. So
0: let me pose a counter argument for me. It when Devin Devin might fuck you if you say that I'm a Jimin's dad or Jimin's uh, second cousin twice mm-hmm. removed or something, Janelle would probably just fuck you.
1: <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. Yeah, but I want to be fetishized.
0: And that was white trash internet fight. <laughs>
1: wow. <laughs> Next
0: week when the first episode of Girl Shit hopefully comes out, maybe never.
1: I'll let, well, here's hoping. Listeners, if you can find those episodes of Girl Shit, I know one girl <laughs> who wants to hear that shit. We'll be right back after this with more of The Loudest Podcast. <laughs>
0: such
1: a terrible name. Now, for a long time, we've been talking about the Council of Autism. Oh, yes. Yes, exactly. We've uh, had a lot of people be like, how do I get in the Council of Autism? How do I join the Council of Autism? Well, you can't be a member of the Council of Autism without the official Council of Autism membership card they just arrived in the mail. They were designed by Berries and Cream herself sriracha open up that package you got there
0: well asterios coconuts look at this we have the beautiful autism membership cards one of a kind or i guess 200 of a kind you could only get them on this podcast and you could only get them by joining council of autism you have this you could pull out on a first date (laughs) out of your wallet
1: Can you describe the card, please?
0: Okay, so it's got a Sonic the Hedgehog. (laughs) (laughs) It looks like the Sonic the Hedgehog logo. I think that's what that is. It's got a chaos emerald in it, and it says, The Council of, and other in big letters, Autism.
1: And there's like a gold ring, and the ring has wings. And then if you flip it around, what does it say on the back?
0: It says blank is hereby declared a member in good standing, signed by both High Priestess Sorancha and Archduke Asterio. So if you want to be officially autistic, you need this card.
1: So uh, we have 200 of these Council of Autism membership cards. When they are gone, they are gone. There are two ways you can get this membership card. The first way is, of course, if you pledge $15 a month to patreon.com slash Yeah,
0: buy your way in.
1: Yeah, you can buy, of course, you can buy your way in. That's what money's for. But let's say you don't have $15 and you still want in. You can get in absolutely free. We will mail you one of these membership cards wherever you are, anywhere around the world, for free. You're in Scandinavia, Switzerland, Svalbard. We'll send you the card. But here's how you do it. You got to send in an idea for the Council of Autism to work on. Because we're looking for big, world-changing ideas. Our listenership here at The Loudest Podcast is not the biggest listenership in the world. wait, It's not Joe Rogan over here. But there's a lot of us, and I feel like if we all work together on something, we could do something cool or
0: interesting. Right, like if you take many magnifying glasses and you point them all at a leaf, it'll catch on fire.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Or, you know, anyone can break one stick, but you put a bunch of sticks together, it's a lot harder to break. Here's my idea of something the Council of Autism can do. Tell me. Are you familiar with the Eddie Murphy movie, Norbit?
0: That's the one where he plays a big fat woman.
1: He plays a nerd, a skinny nerd, a big fat woman, and an offensive Asian orphanage owner.
0: Uh, I did not. I am not familiar. Believe it or not, this is not one of the three VeggieTales movies that my mom let me watch. Oh,
1: okay. So you didn't see it opening Thursday night at midnight, opening night in the Cinerama Dome in a glorious 65 millimeter like I did in
0: the mid to late
1: 2000s. Okay, well, Norbit, it's a terrible movie. Here's what I'd like to do with the movie, Norbit. I'd like to get a DVD copy of the movie Norbit and send it into orbit. That's right. The Council of Autism is going to send Norbit into orbit. All we got to do is find one of these rich dudes who's always like taking a rocket up to the stars or something and then just be like, could you please pack this DVD copy of Norbit in your bag? Like, obviously every ounce counts when it comes to space travel. If you only bring the disc, that's fine. But it has to be a DVD disc copy with... Norbit on the cover. I want Norbit sent into orbit. And I feel like the council can get this done.
0: Oh, yeah, I agree. Elon Musk would be so into that idea. He'd be like, "Ha, ha, just tell him it's a Dogecoin. Yeah, Elon Musk, this is a physical Dogecoin. And he'll be like, LOL, I'm sending it into space. And he'll say, I put the first physical Dogecoin into space, but we'll know. Yes, exactly. We'll know.
1: And look. Maybe someone who's listening knows someone who knows someone who's an astronaut or something. And maybe they have to like pack a bunch of data on some USB sticks. Look, I would take a DVD. I would take a rip of Norbit. I would settle for like a, 400 megabyte rip of Norbit. It just has to go around the Earth once. I want Norbit to go to accomplish one geosynchronous orbit with Earth. And then the Council of Autism, well, we're known as the people who sent Norbit into orbit.
0: And we disband forever. Yeah,
1: and that's it. And then we're done. And then everybody rips up their cards on TikTok and you're done. I
0: wonder how hard it would be to like... Theoretically speaking, oh, we can't launch anything. I was thinking we could do it by ourselves if we all went to like Svalbard or something. But no, I can't throw things that
1: hard. No, but obviously this is something that I'm thinking of too because there's always like amateur rocket fans out there.
0: That's what I was thinking. Yeah, because there was that guy a couple of years
1: ago who built a rocket to go into space and then he blew himself up. Remember that guy? (laughs) Well, now we'd be blowing up a DVD copy of Norbit. It's okay. 7-Eleven is full of them. (laughs) Like... We build a rocket, uh, we send it to the ISS, like we sneak it onto an astronaut's uh, data pack. We do we we get Elon Musk to do it. There's got to be some way we could put Norbert into orbit. We
0: got to sneak onto Elon Musk's computer and then put the movie on his computer and then when he flies himself to space to jerk himself off on the moon, technically Norbert will be in orbit. This is what I'm thinking. Have you
1: heard about like that new space race like Richard Branson is trying to beat uh, Jeff Bezos into into space. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Richard Branson might also want to be the guy that put Norbert into orbit.
0: <laughs> he could be.
1: We want you to send in ideas of things that the Council of Autism can do, can accomplish, can go out there and make real. And we've got a couple of ideas for people already. Listener Casey Cosmos says... Every- things in Fortnite all the time. There's like Star Wars in Fortnite and Rick and Morty in Fortnite and aliens are in Fortnite like from the movie Alien why is it Star Trek in Fortnite? That's a good question, Casey Cosmos. I feel like if we all complain enough, we can get Star Trek in Fortnite. We
0: gotta get porgs in Fortnite. She, she says
1: that too. She says that there should be little pork backpacks in Fortnite where you pull out little pickaxes. Maybe you can make little houses for the porgs.
0: I've always said I want a version of Hitman. I want a modded version of Hitman where the bird just walks around and has the little suit on, but then if you take the suit off, everybody's like, hey, what's he doing in here?
1: Yes, exactly. We've all, we all. All love the idea of hit pork All of us Brian Rashan says That the Council of Autism Should figure out What's the best theme in media Is it cyberpunk Is it cowboys Which one is better Brian also says What the fuck is Black Pepper Could someone explain What Black Pepper is to me
0: I don't know Sus among us Among us Susy sus sus <laughs> Well, you make a very strong argument. Uh, my counter would be sus, sus, amongy, susy, bosca. <laughs> among <laughs> us, imposter. I feel like imposter, sussy baka. Brian, you're in the council,
1: no matter what.
0: You definitely are.
1: Uh, Slohan says, as one of the highest scoring autism testers, I think the council of autism should pair D-list e-celebs with their appropriate underage anime waifu. Well, I don't know that I agree with this. Let's
0: start with uh, Devin and Janelle.
1: What if we pair up Amaranth with just all of that host club?
0: I think we should put Drake Bell together. Is he a D-list celebrity at this point? Yeah, well. he's he's a pedophile now, so. Okay, was Drake Bell the one, the fat
1: one, or the not fat one? He was
0: the not fat one.
1: Drake Bell, you had it all. You were the hot one out of Drake and Josh.
0: <laughs> How can you screw that up for Christ's sake, Drake Bell? You had one job, and it was to not bang kids. Yeah, you blew it! God damn it! We trusted
1: you, Drake! Jeremy says that the Autism Council should work to bring FUMOs, to those who need it most or otherwise find a way to circumvent the ridiculous scalping done with them costing upwards of $2,000 for a $30 plush. Have you heard of these Fumos? No,
0: what the fuck is a Fumo?
1: These Fumos are incredibly high-quality Japanese anime plushes that, like, you cannot buy in stores. You have to know someone who knows someone. They're like the designer bags of anime merch. I was going to say,
0: it's like the Birkin bag of plush toys. Yes,
1: exactly. They, like... Before they're put on sale, they are immediately sold out because they only go to someone with connections. So you
0: need to get a connect and then they'll call you in the dead of night and be like, we got your FUMO here. Yes,
1: exactly. I'm looking at the FUMOs right here. There's a FUMO for Romelia Scarlet, Kirasame Marissa, a FUMO for Chen, Yakumo Ran, Fujiwara Nomoku. Do you know who these characters are? Nope, don't know any of them. Well, you can't afford them anyway. They're $2,000. Damn it. On Twitter... Delhi underscore mage says that the council of autism should somehow get a translation of the Japanese manga Asper Kanjo done. Apparently, there's a manga called Asper Girl. It's about a man who lives alone in his apartment making a living delivering newspapers and drawing hentai. But one day, a girl with Asperger's randomly shows up at his door. It's somehow, according to Deli Mage, it's somehow one of the best representations of autism and mental illness that they've ever seen in the media. The Meg does a great job showing the struggle. To people. Uh, with autism, go through. So it's like, maybe someone out there knows a publisher. Maybe someone out there can help us translate this and we can get in touch with the guy who wrote Conjo, the, 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 the uh, in Japan and get it here and get it published. That would be kind of a cool thing for us to do.
0: Oh yeah, let's get a live action version of kanjo
1: <laughs> That would be awesome if we could get that done. Fun facts guy, like regular caller. We love him, fun facts guy. He says that... Maybe we should start small. Maybe the Council of Autism should take on a project, quote, reminding people to check the batteries in their carbon monoxide detectors at home. Because he says that, quote, if we're gonna be doing all this nerd shit, we're gonna be easily written off, so we should take on a, quote, image laundering project. That's a great idea. Who's going to argue with changing the batteries in your carbon monoxide detector? Right,
0: you can't argue against it. It's like a politician saying, "Go vote." Yeah, exactly <laughs> say anything? Yeah, come on.
1: Uh, listener grayscale says that we should remake the movie Xanadu with the original cast of Hamilton or remake The Passion of the Christ. With Star Wars characters, so Chewbacca can be Jesus.
0: Oh, I think that's that one's a really good idea. I would yeah. like to see Chewbacca They <laughs> nail him to the cross. Poor Chewbacca, poor sweet Chewbacca, died for our Fuck sins. Fuck him! Fuck him!
1: <laughs> I love that idea. Dante the Van Man says it should be quote illegal to elect neurotypical people
0: oh, because I
1: agree. they're illogical. They're green. what does neurotypical mean?
0: It means um if you do not have a mental illness. Oh, how dare they?
1: Okay. Now we need all those people out of government. We need more people like us. If you don't have a council of autism membership card, you should not be allowed in government. True or false?
0: Totally true. We get so much more done. All
1: right. So all you got to do to get one of these council of autism membership cards is send a idea like that. You email it to the loudest podcast at gmail.com or you call in and you leave a voicemail. That voicemail number is 848 863 5343. Tell us something the council could do or accomplish or achieve and you'll get one of these membership cards for free.
0: Yeah, you got to tell us where you live too.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and also give us your address so we can send you the damn card. (laughs) Um, All right, we'll be right back after this with more from the loudest podcast.
0: Sriracha, what time
1: is it? It's
0: voicemail time! This is the voicemails from this week and last week. I don't remember what exactly was in the pile last week, so it's like I'm listening to them for the first time with you. And of course, if you want to leave a voicemail to potentially get played on the show, give them that uh, phone email.
1: You phone email 848-863-5343 or you email phone the podcast at gmail.com. All right. This first voicemail is called Request
0: for Luck. I'm calling because I need some luck from my two favorite parasocial relationship friends from That's The us. Loudest Podcast. That's us. I have been unemployed for the last year because of the wonderful virus, and I have a job interview with the USPS. $16 means a lot. So please give
1: me your luck. And yeah, have a good one. Bye. All right, well, let's give this person some tips on how they can get a job at the post office. I think the first thing out of your mouth should just be like, fuck, customers, man, am I right? Yeah,
0: I was going to say, the first thing out of your mouth means to be, me, I hate the public and I'm slow as balls. Yeah, just be like,
1: what the fuck is these guys' problems? Just go like... The post office, is understaffed, you got these nightmare morons coming in, they, they're wearing their mask around their neck like, that's going to keep me safe. Man, fuck these guys. When they
0: ask you what your weakness is, it should be uh, workplaces that run in a streamlined manner.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. Be like, the fact that any letter gets anywhere is a goddamn miracle that people take for granted, and I'm sick of it.
0: Your special skills include tapping on a computer with your two inch long fingernails and ignoring a growing line of customers.
1: And be like, and when I get in there at the post office, I'm going to change our amount of pens from one pens to zero pens. (laughs) They don't deserve pens.
0: Also, it closes at 1230 now because fuck you. (laughs) Yeah, yes, exactly.
1: All right, good. These are all good tips. Well, good luck to you, listener. Oh, this next voicemail is called Prep Boy Rick provides us with a fat pass. <gasps> Hello, and mysterious uh, and Sorrento. This is Prep Boy Rick. I just I wanted love to call up Rick. and say uh, I'm glad you got a little hiatus in. That's fine. It's not like I need your show, like hair rendition or anything. But I want to. Uh, pass on to you a, a fast
0: pass. I know that has come up on occasion. Because we are making Once fun of people for being fat. fat. Uh, we were. a member of the POO? of that doesn't of sound like us. Or the POO. Uh, people of yes. obesity. Yes, you oh can. my God, Pooh! He's call providing us with a free card. Call to call Demi Lovato call oh,
1: no, oh, no, Be nice to Debbie Lovato. Fat. They have problems. Call people as fat as you want. You deserve to do so. Thank you so much. I love you both
0: smooches. Love you. Miss you. Bye. Prep boy Rick
1: out. I can't wait for this Demi Lovato talk show. I hope it's just them screaming into the camera for 42 minutes with commercials. Just screaming and... You know what? Good. Here's a good first episode for the Demi Lovato talk show. They go to that frozen yogurt place and they get their fucking frozen yogurt that they had been denied.
0: That was the joke I forgot. Oh my god, the joke I forgot was Janelle has been in and out of rehab more times than Debbie Lovato has been in and out of an ice cream store. That's so good. Oh my god. Okay, well, <laughs> pretend that I edited that back into the segment.
1: All right, here comes another voicemail. Mm, yeah, Magitoro,
0: step on my ball. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just
1: like that. Oh, Oh. Mm. Oh, that's so nice. Hey, speaking of balls, Sriracha was telling me about these things called sweat guards. Can you explain what sweat guards are? Uh,
0: Sweat guards are a small little sticky thing that you could stick under your underarms. You're wearing like a really expensive dress that you don't feel like getting dry cleaned, and it stops you from sweating like a stuck pig through your uh, uh, Isaac Mizrahi dress. Yeah, so... Girls have, like,
1: band-aids. They gum up their pits to stop themselves from sweating. Why aren't we sticking these to our balls, gentlemen? Gentlemen, our balls get sweaty. It's ridiculous down there. There's, it's like a fucking swamp. It's a whole situation. Next week, I'm going to try wearing these sweat cards on my balls. And we're gonna see how things go.
0: Oh, also, I want to specify the person that left this voicemail said that it was Joe from Family Guy uh, getting his balls stepped on by Nagatoro. Speaking of balls,
1: I remember a couple of weeks ago I was like, "How come girls wear bras, but there's no underpants where that cradles your balls?" Well, a bunch of listeners have written in. And they're like, "Those do exist." There are men's underpants with little ball holsters in them, so that your
0: balls have a little
1: home where they can
0: rest and take a nap. Oh my god, that's beautiful! Why isn't? Why aren't we funding this?
1: All right, I got to buy the ball cradling underwear, and I got to put the sweat guards on my ball. My balls are going to be busy.
0: Yeah, they will. They're going to be sweating and then not sweating.
1: I can't wait. Oh, this next mouth is called "Here." Shut up.
0: <coughs> hey, stereo. I uh. See, you didn't play my voicemail again this week. Here, we're you playing know? your That's voicemail. Shut up. Stop okay. calling. All right, we're good. Go. Right. Yeah, just shut it off. Dream.
1: All right, there you go. Oh my God, why is it so long?
0: I don't know. It's but so whiny. He sings us a song, but it's barely, you can barely hear it. So get a better microphone and then we'll play your
1: voice. Yeah, stop calling us at your dad's Motorola Razor from 1994.
0: Get a microphone, <laughs> record it to your
1: computer, and email it to the loudest podcast at gmail.com and edit it. Fifteen seconds max from you. You give us a fifteen-second voicemail. We'll think about playing it. Oh, this next voicemail is called "Free Machete." Yo, Saranja. Yo, Asteria. Yo, uh, this is Pinky. Uh, I'm a blacksmith by trade, so I yes. was wondering uh, if I were to like blacksmith you guys something like uh, like what kind of things would you like? Uh, preferably like knife size or like smaller than a machete because I don't machete. really have a lot of we feel machete, right now, but you know, know I like, let me know
0: right what you like. Machetes! Two machetes, please! I would like to order a very sharp dagger. Is it something that you can make? I think daggers are so cool.
1: Okay. What? A dagger is just a knife, but a dagger is cooler than a knife.
0: Yeah, it is. It's way cooler than a knife because it's got that cool handle.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. One dagger and one machete and also some Japanese throwing stars.
0: Yes, please. Would it kill you to send
1: us some Japanese throwing stars in the mail list? After all, Sriracha does for you.
0: And two shooting stars, please.
1: Yeah, so says two shooting stars. Okay. Chop, chop. We want those machetes. Oh, actually, speaking of generous offers, this uh, next voicemail is called a generous offer.
0: Hey there, uh, fellow person who loves to live dangerously. I too like to mix my well butrin with a bang in the afternoon. Oh yeah. <laughs> Listen, I swear to God, if if you make that um, nothing more manly than drinking cotton candy into a sticker for one of your months, I I will up my bid to my Patreon thing to to $69. I swear to fucking God. He swore to fucking God. That means he has to do it.
1: You know, honestly, we had no idea what to make the July sticker. There's nothing more manly than drinking cotton candy. Sounds pretty good.
0: It would be pretty cool. Okay.
1: Okay. All right, we'll think about it, but so far, that's in the lead.
0: Yeah, you would be the top Patreon, I think. Oh, yeah, too. you
1: would definitely be the Patreon champion at $69. I can't
0: believe nobody's done $420 yet. Give me $420. Come
1: on! She does so much for you. Just do
0: it. <laughs> It'd be funny.
1: Um. Oh, here's another voicemail. Mm,
0: yeah, Nagatoro. step on my balls. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, yeah. Did we a... receive this twice? Oh. <laughs>
1: Ugh. Now that I know it's Joe from Family Guy getting their balls stepped on by <laughs> Nagatoro, I really like these voicemails a lot more.
0: It, it, it does Joe's penis work? Is that established in canon? Can he feel his balls getting stepped on by Nagatoro?
1: I mean, the way you got to think about it is like, it's really about the, the dominance. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's Look, getting your balls stepped on doesn't feel traditionally good. It's just nice to have someone else in charge for a little while. You know, I spend so much of my time in charging my balls, like <laughs> making sure they're not getting kicked or caught in a door or make sure they're, you know, they're, they're swinging around, they're loose cannons.
0: Now that Toro's in charge of them, I can just relax. You can just lean back and let her make all the decisions. I think it would be cool to step on some balls. I was, all, I was just going to say I'll pay somebody to step on their balls, but I think I might get too many offers. <laughs>
1: Yeah, do you want me to edit that out of the podcast? Yes. <laughs> I'll edit that out of the podcast. I won't
0: edit that out of the podcast.
1: And this last voice Mal, is called A Town Full of Christians. Oh, this is a good one. Hello, this Podcast. It's me, Crabberry Dave.
0: Uh, <laughs> I just moved to the south, and it's incredible. Uh, it's very nice and warm and beautiful. Uh, but everyone ta- everyone, everyone has a certain accent.
1: I, I wasn't anticipating that. I probably should have, but... I, I, every just everyone just talks like you know, like Chris Chan. <laughs> every time I every time one of them
0: opens their mouth, all I hear is like original oh, so creator, It's C or you when the the Electra hits on Pokemon and yo, all going take down that Don Dirty imposter the imposter and brown ah,
1: I feel that kind of shit. That's all I hear. Whenever one of these people opens their mouth it is
0: Wouldn't that be I, torture? I, I, <laughs> Yes. Just everywhere you go, you see Christian.
1: And hear Christian, exactly.
0: Yeah, because Christian has that
1: Southern politeness. Like, they'll try and kill you with pepper spray, but they'll be, like, very polite while they're doing you it.
0: You imagine going to McDonald's and the person behind the counter is like, welcome, McDonald's, get out, get your hamburger, <laughs> That's how I imagine everybody in the South dogs.
1: I wonder if everybody thinks that we here in New York, like, we all sound like the Sopranos. Like, every time we talk, it's like,
0: hey, forget about it. Gapagool over here. what's going on? Hey, what's the matter, you? <laughs> we kind of do. I've met people like that.
1: Do we? Yeah. Yeah, we probably do sound like that. But I would much rather sound like Tony Soprano than CWC.
0: Gapagool, give me Pizzaroo. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: reminds me. I've never had the opportunity to pitch this on the show, but... I've always wanted to do a horror movie about an Italian monster who comes back from the dead as a ghost to seek revenge on those who killed him. And the movie would be called The Gabba Ghoul.
0: Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Yeah, because I feel like I could play the Gabba
1: Ghoul. There's not a lot of parts for people like me that look like me or talk like me. But it's like, hey, forget about it over here. Oh, my God.
0: It's the role you were born to play. This is the role? Yes, exactly. All right.
1: Someone out there wants to animate me as the Cabagool, I swear to God. Maybe that could be the sticker.
0: Perhaps. We have so many options. So little time. We
1: have so many ideas for stickers. All right. boy, well, hey, that's it for the Loudest Podcast this week. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, if you want a Council of Autism membership card signed by both me and Sriracha, also they're numbered.
0: Oh, yeah. They, oh, they are?
1: Yes, yeah. Uh, uh, there's a little, there's a spot in the corner where we're going to handwrite a number Holy shit. Yeah, and there's only 200 of them. And when they're gone, they're gone. I'm gone forever. Yeah. You pitch an idea of something the council can do to the loudest podcast at gmail.com or you leave a voicemail at 848 Five, three, four, three, and for the love of God, if you could find even one episode of girl shit, we're not even looking for them both.
0: Yeah. Oh my God, I want girl shit so badly. I can't find it, dude. Either their SEO is just garbage, dumpster fire. or They recorded two episodes and we're like, we can't do this.
1: Yeah. I mean, if there's a if if there's litigation involved, I can understand <laughs> them pulling the look gotta be out there somewhere. Come on. We gotta look. If the if the Panama Papers and the Pentagon Papers can be leaked, surely we could hear girl shit.
0: Yeah, I need a big hot load of girl shit in my ears. Is-
1: Come on. All right. We'll talk to you next week.
0: Bye.